0: You are listening to Sai Soul 100, a weekly podcast series with soul, or stories of unconditional love shared by devotees of Bhagavan Sri Satya Sai Baba in celebration of His 100th birthday. We invite you to listen in on these motivational stories of His constant loving presence in devotees' lives. Offered at His Lotus Feet by the Sri Sai International Organization USA Mid-Atlantic Region. Welcome to Sai Soul 100. Sairam, dear listeners, welcome to Sai Soul 100. Today's guest is Brother Yatish Merchant from Atlantic City, New Jersey. He'll be sharing his story of how Swami helped him develop surrender and faith, and also that Swami controls destiny. Brother Yatish, we're looking forward to hearing your story. Welcome to SciSoul100, and we are excited that you are able to share your story.
1: Absolutely. Um, see, all of us come in touch with Swami at different stages of our life. I'll start with one experience that we had uh, with Swami. I am here, I was doing residency in Atlantic City Hospital in internal medicine and at that time living in Atlantic area, uh, not many, that was back in 80s, early 80s, not many Indians here and there is one gentleman, Babu Bai Patel, He's been Swami's devotee for many years. He invited me for the bhajans. So they were having Swami's bhajans on Thursdays at their home. So that was my first exposure. And after attending a few bhajan sessions and then talking about Swami, who is he? And then they gave me the book on Swami and I read those. And then the curiosity led me to go to... See Swami first time in 1990. And at that time, I go to India, have Swami's darshan for the first time, and the tears started flowing. Uh, And he came and looked at me, and he just stared at me and stood there. And I I just kept on crying. And my son is asking me, Dad, why are you crying? And I said, I don't know why I'm crying. So this is how it started with Swami. And then the one look and people change and we hear about it all the time. And that exactly what happened. Then onwards, I started going to Putparthi. Every time I would visit my parents, I would go there and, and I would have a darshan in the beginning in the nineties. Darshan were much uh, less crowd, and uh, I would go there at the odd times of the year, led to starting medical camps in 95 in Puttaparthi. There was the first medical camp we started, and we did it in the tent. Along the way, Dr. Vardachari joined us, and that was one of the interviews with Swami, with all the doctors. Purdachari is already 75 years old when he joined us. And, and the reason I'm telling you the story is a lot of people feel that how come uh, I came to know Swami so late, as opposed to some people are born in Sai family and they've been with Swami right from the beginning since birth. So this is where Dr. Vardachari asked Swami that, Swami, how come I came to know you when I'm 75? Yeah. I, I wish I had known you and be with you and enjoyed your love and the teaching and followed your guidelines and so on. But how come you got me here at the age of 75? And the Swami's one word answer was your prapti, your karma, the karma part I'm adding, but and your yes. the word prapti, uh, that's all he said. And then I, of course, at that time, I didn't know what prapti was. So, of course, looking into that more and more, and then I learned that it's your your karma, You, when you are ready, that's when you come to Swami. Swami is the one who's going to bring you there. And I'm sure other people have heard the story that somebody goes to see Swami and for one month, Swami doesn't talk to him. And then after a month, Swami talks to him and says that, Swami, I've been here for a month I wanted to talk to you. I waited so long. And Swami says, you you waited for one month. I waited for your thousand lifetimes to get you here. Yes. So one has to have a prapti to be here when Swami has taken birth on this planet. And we are so lucky to be here at that time. Even having the birth on the planet at the same time, that. Alone is fortunate enough. And then he calls some of them to be with him, close to him, work for him, and join his mission. The other topic that I want to talk about is faith. And Swami, Swami taught me about the faith in God by, I learned from my son. My son is in the high school. And uh, this is where back in early 2000. And uh, all medical camps, we are all jumping up and down, want to have interview with Swami. And Swami talked to me in the veranda and said, I said, Swami, in, can I bring children? I would like you to bless my children. So Swami says, they're not your children. I just gave them to you to raise them. But then he smiled and he says, why don't you bring them next month at the Christmas holidays when they have holiday in school? So I said, okay. So next month, I take both my sons to Putuparthi at the Christmas time. And Swami also knows our date of departure. So he always calls on the last day. For the interview and this is what I have experienced all the time that every time he would call it's always on the last day so he knows everybody's dates as to who's coming when and when they're going because he's the one who's planned it right. so in the interview he's talking to all four of us my wife Neelam, myself, Amit and Kunal and what do you do as if he knows nothing always Who are you? What do you do? What is your name? And everything. He goes through the normal ritual. Uh, And then he tells my son, Amit, he's, I think he was in either ninth grade or tenth grade. And uh, he says, You're going to be an orthopedic surgeon. So, Amit also joins medical camps uh, when the schools were closed. In November, he doesn't come, but he came for, always came for a uh, July camp, and that would be the Guru Purnima camp. Uh, if the Easter and the Shivaratri fell together, then he would join the Shivaratri camps also. So whenever he joined the camps, he always worked in the orthopedic department. Right from the beginning, from the school, he enjoyed that part. And then Swami said that uh, you're going to be orthopedic surgeon, so he was so happy to hear that. Now, where is the faith part here?
0: Right.
1: He joins the medical school, finishes medical school, then he said, I said that. Well, you want to be orthopedic surgeon, then join the program, surgical program where they have orthopedic residencies. Just the common sense. As a doctor father, I'm advising him what program to go for the surgical uh, rotations and so on. So, picked the hospital and applied for the residency. He got the residency. And before you go into orthopedic, you have to do one year rotating surgery program. Hmm. So, he started doing that. And then he impressed the orthopedic director enough and and that the hospital had only one position. So he impressed him enough and the orthopedic director calls him that, okay, next year when you finish your one-year rotation, I will give you the position. I'm very happy the way you work and I know you have interests and I can see that you'll be a good orthopedic surgeon from all the techniques that you've shown me so he's again very happy that okay swami what swami said is coming going to happen and when the time comes for the contract he gave the director gave position to another fa- person uh-huh. and did not give it to amit so amit goes and talks to him and the guy says, well, I had a difficult choice. I had to select between you two and this and that. And then he finds out that other kid's father donated some quarter million to the hospital. And in return, he uh, got the position for his son. Now, of course, director wouldn't say those words. But he said, I had a tough decision to make and so on. So I Amit mean, is, of course, not happy. So this is happening sometime in March and April, that area. So uh, I tell Amit, what do you want to do? And I'm sure a lot of people know Sri Akela, who is a service coordinator. His father is Chandrasekhar Akela. Chandrasekhar is very close friends with me. So I asked him. He's a surgeon. So he advised that uh, do the hand surgery. It is very similar to... Uh, it's still surgery and you'll enjoy the orthopedic aspect of it. Hand surgery program is also very good and so on. So...
0: It is a hand hand, surgeon?
1: Yeah, hand oh, surgery? Yeah, Just the hand surgery. Nothing else. Yes. And it's a five-year program. So he helped arrange for the interview Amit goes for the interview and this director says that okay um, I can give you the position but you have to be with me for five years you cannot cut short and you cannot get out for anything else you have to complete five years and it had some financial implications to the program Mm -hmm. but Amit uh, is so honest and he says no I am. I can join you but I'll keep on trying to get orthopedics if I get it I will go the guy says if you are telling me like this I cannot give you this position he says that is your choice but I I cannot hide from you that is what I will be doing so he doesn't get the hand program The guy said, I won't give you then. I said, okay, that's your choice. So Amit comes home. So Of course, I'm so upset. I said, why did you have to tell him that? Dad, how can you not tell him? I cannot hide. Hiding is also uh, not telling the truth and so on. So those things are very unique in Amit. So something, I grew up in Bombay and Bombay, driving and Bombay living is like uh, you' are trained to survive in this world I would say yeah so I was not happy and Chan says why uh, you had to you would have loved it so much that you would have completed five years and blah 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 so I mean it's just now and Swami told me I'm gonna get orthopedic uh, program I will be orthopedic surgeon. And when Swami says, I'm not worried about it. So Amit, what are you going to do for the year? You have to do something. You can't just sit at home. Dad, it's okay. I can sit at home. My director told me I'll give it to you next year. Because he was feeling bad that he had promised Amit that I will take you. And then he says that uh, he gave the position to somebody else. The director said, I promise you, next year, I'll guarantee it, I'll give it to you. So Amit w- was willing to stay at home. And he said, I'll apply for something else, but I'm not going to hide or lie to any director. I'll tell them I'm coming only for the one year. So then Neelam and I are struggling, praying to Swami what are we going to do here for Amit? Because he's, I mean, at that time, I I told him he's stubborn.
0: Yeah.
1: So we both take a flight to go to Parthi and to talk to Swami. And every day, morning, afternoon, sitting for the darshan, Swami comes. I'm sure he knows we are sitting there, but he won't even come close And he would just take a turn and walk away. Days go by, weeks go by. And I said, we're not going until Swami talks to us. And he wouldn't talk to us. And uh, so we just sat there every day, waiting, waiting, waiting. One day at about 3 a.m., which is 5 p.m., but five between five and five thirty time American time, New York time, which corresponds to I think 3.30, 345, some somewhere on there. Uh, so Amit call comes and uh, I pick up the, I see a caller ID and it's okay, Amit is calling. So I picked up the phone and then hi Amit, what's happening? I'm half asleep. And then I don't hear anything. So I'm looking at it. Is it connected? It is connected. So I keep saying, Amit, I can't hear you. Are you there? And suddenly I hear a sobbing sound. And he's crying on the other hand. So I got more scared and nervous. Yeah. I Amit, what is happening? Why are you crying? And then he got together and he just said, just say thank you to Swami Got the orthopedic position. And I said, what happened? And then he got it together and it says that our program had applied for extra position in orthopedic. They had one and they had so many cases, so many surgeries. So when you have, there are certain criteria. If you have so many patients and surgeries, orthopedic services, then they can apply for more position. And they approved the second position that year, and director immediately called him. And Amit goes there at 5 o'clock and walks out after signing the contract. And first thing he does is he calls me.
0: Oh, my goodness. And,
1: And the best part is, now we go for darshan. Now I have the letter ready and everything to tell Swami and give it to Swami. Even if he doesn't talk, I will just give him the letter. And Swami comes straight to me and tells me, "Milgeya?" If you understand Hindi, "Milgeya" means, "Did he get it?"
0: Oh wow!
1: And I said, "Yes, Swami, he got it." Swami talk always talk to me in Hindi. So Swami knows what's happening. He's testing me and also testing Amit. But Amit passed the test much better than I passed the test. I didn't pass it, actually. I was pushing him for hand surgery and other programs and everything. Because all I wanted is my son to be a doctor and not sit at home and not having strong faith like he had that's what he said 10 years ago that I'll be orthopedic surgeon and he became one so that was a very uh, touching and ever since then my faith became so strong much stronger than what it was before
0: and it's through your son Amit how he demonstrated the faith non shakable faith that Swami said, I will be the I will be an orthopedic surgeon, right? And he held on to that. And 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 Swami tested him. Swami tested you as well. But I think outcome is that strong faith that has come as a result of it.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: And yes, with that, we would like to thank you, Brother Yatish, for being with us today and for sharing this beautiful story of how your faith was developed through this particular experience. Dear listeners, thank you for listening to Sai Sol 100 with Dr. Yatish Merchant. I'm Prabha Swaminathan. Until next time, Jay Sai Ram.